Everybody, welcome to the show now. Oh, I ran out of words to sing. It's another world, a uh, world building podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Parker. And I'm Chuck Dynasty. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We got new personalities. Yeah. <laughs> and we start things a little differently. Sometimes things get a little sexy. It's not good. <laughs> not, not now, though. <laughs> um, what's up with you? What? Yeah, what is this? Is this an improvised world building podcast? Yeah, it's an improvised world. I wanted to improvise the intro. I wanted to improvise it more than oh, we had shit. been doing. We fucked it up. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, basically... Uh, we come up with some Jeremy's. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Jeremy's involved in today's uh, pod. And then we name those Jeremy. A Jeremy is an idea. And then we attach words to the idea so that you can fucking put it in your head and get what we're talking about. But we got to make it. Sometimes we got to make it too dumb for you. We got to dumb it down. We got to dumb down our Jeremy's so you guys can understand. I got a whole fucking world in here. My whole head is filled with different undiscovered countries. Star Trek Four, the undiscovered country. Yeah, I do have something to talk about. A real world problem that I've been noticing that needs to be addressed. Um, it has to do with a horrible oppression. Mm-hmm. Sounds serious. Seen. It's. It's like. I don't really understand. So, uh, the color uh, brown drinks. Brown drinks. Okay? Uh-huh. What What about? So, I feel like there's a stranglehold on the color brown when it comes to coming up with new flavors. I feel like somewhere in a hidden bunker, someone is doing drink science and trying to come up with new brown drinks. And then Coca-Cola operatives bust down the door and tase them to death. And then they're like, oh, I'm sorry. It was just, you know, we're authorized to use these tasers, but uh, we didn't know they had a pre-existing heart condition, <clears throat> but they knew that they were going to kill him with the taser. So did you, did you like see a, a new brown drink and then the next week it was gone or something? How did no, you come it's across? it's just like some of the best flavors in the world come in the color brown and they're not real flavors chocolate. they're not they're not flavors that you can get out in the world yeah chocolate for instance but coca-cola dr pepper root beer these aren't real things they're made up in a fucking lab and we haven't had new ones in like a hundred years because of the soda system in america and i just feel like i guess i want i guess i'm i want to start a hashtag Hashtag Gatorade Brown. I want Gatorade to get their hands on Brown because Gatorade knows what they're doing, but they haven't been able to do Brown. I don't know why that is. I can't remember what it was now, but I remember there being some clear brown chocolate drink from. I remember drinking this at some point in my life, and it was not good. It was <laughs> it was basically Gatorade Brown, and it was it was very bad. But that's. That's a known. That's a known flavor. We need new. No, flavors. not like coffee though. It was like a soft drink 
that was that was brown and we haven't invented new flavors i mean i think that's it's not just brown i think it's all the sodas what's the latest soda trend that we're that we don't know about i mean there's definitely some artisanal sodas being sold we have clear we know that that tastes like lemon lime we have yellow and that tastes like mountain dew we got that ginger we had Dr. Pepper. Nobody knows what that is. And that's what I'm trying to talk. That's what I want to talk about. It's like Coca. The taste of Coke was just like, you know, I guess necessity is the mother of invention because they were like, okay, well, I want to eat this cocaine, but I need to make <laughs> it delicious so I can. I want to give this cocaine to my five year old. So. How am I going to do that? He doesn't, he can't hold the straw to snort. And they invented it. Yeah. They invented the craziest taste, the best taste in the world. Everyone knows it's the best taste. It's the taste of a cold Coca-Cola. Every time you see a movie, what is that? That ASMR blast right before you see it with the (laughs) the chingling ice and the slurping of the soda. The, the spritz when they open the cap. Yeah, and the diverse crowd that's enjoying it and with very excited to see a movie. It's awesome. Anyway, Coca-Cola, sponsor us, please. But it's not fair. I guess that's what I'm... Yeah, wait, so, I mean, you, you really like Coke, so why are you so mad about their... I mean, I guess on principle... There could be a brown, a new... We haven't invented a new brown-colored drink and I feel like that's where you, all the flavor innovation is hap- should be happening. Because, you know, it's bl- if it's blue, it's not, you know, you don't have that many options. It's going to be blue. It's going to taste blue. Yeah. But brown can taste like anything. You don't know what you're getting if you t- tip, up, tip up a glass of brown. It could be a fucking green tea. It could be a... Clipboard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It could be a... <laughs> mashed up clipboard taste I don't know it's just my crazy skewed view and a hilarious take on the world's problems I mean I agree to to an extent I just um, am more worried about uh, the amount of sugar that they will put in the new brown because coke is already like 80 grams of sugar in a can and I think to make something better it's just gonna have to be like a slurry, like a syrup of solid of of mostly sugar. Or how else is it gonna be better? In order to get to Coke Zero and Pepsi Max, they had to make Coke regular. Coke Zero is the best tasting thing in the world. I don't know about that. It's pretty good, and that has zero calories. Yeah, I mean, it's per calorie. It's definitely the best taste in the world because it's got infinite taste per per calorie since it's zero calories. But uh, it does mathematically. Yeah, it's infinite. Okay, I'm done with. Coke, I don't know. Coke that's talk. all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, what we do? It's just disappointed. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry to disappoint I'm sad you. About I. I didn't have anything else I'm just, to say. No, it's not you. It's just that we're not tackling this problem. As you mean, me and you, or as a as a world, as a species, we're not as a world. Yeah, no, it's I'm sad. I'm just worried, I guess. Anyways, all right. 
Fine, no no new flavors. Not today. Not today, God. Uh, okay, so since I did a song instead of our normal intro, what we do is we're going to uh, mm-hmm. choose some random focuses. To, we're going to choose a random focus to, to start this world on. It's going to be some aspect like an animal or part of geography or part of a culture. And then we're going to add some random words onto that to, to spice it up. And we're going to use that to to start our world building uh, adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll our our aspect then our focus. What's that focus? It's fashion <laughs> and it's form formal wear. So that's gonna be an interesting place to start. We haven't. I don't think we've started on like a cultural <laughs> thing yet, have we? No. Okay, fashion formal wear. So we're gonna be discussing fancy high society types. Yeah. So give me that flave. This is a. Uh... What you wear or a, or a change to appearance you make when you need to make, when you need to, when you need to honk with the big wigs, when you need to honk with the, with the swans. Yeah. yeah. When you need to step, when you need to step on the platform, step, I was trying to do a platform shoes. Didn't make any sense. We need to take a big step, right? And take a one big step for mankind. <laughs> when you need to stop honking with the geese and start stepping with the crows. All right. So the random words are expansion, mm-hmm. island, shame. <laughs> I feel like shame comes up a lot. Is that just me? Shame? I don't know what we've. I mean. It's part of my life in a big way. Yeah, maybe it's just that, it's that my life revolves on this show before. I think our both of our lives just revolve around shame a little too much. Okay, so expansion close to home. Do you want to do some Nike pumps? Like you want to get some sort of inflatable oh, yes. suit going? Yes, please. I I'm thinking about that James Bond suit that turned into a ball, <laughs> an avalanche proof ball. Well, now I'm thinking about now I'm thinking about more of a Willy Wonka situation where you become a big blueberry. Okay. So <clears throat> Yeah, maybe this society uh there's a need to be large. Yeah, I mean, you assert your dominance <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. So, you you know, you gotta you gotta have a big inflatable. I like the shoes. What did Nike pumps actually pump up? I don't know. I think there was a little bit of a bladder in the heel, but I could be wrong. Was it under the sole or was it I feel like a pump could be nice if it was just around your foot, like in a kind of you know, when people have health problems and then you look in the sky mall and it's like you get those weird inflatable leg cast thing so your blood doesn't go into your foot. They give those to you in the hospital when you have to lay down for a long time so you don't get blood clots. Maybe maybe this is a high clotting species. <laughs> maybe this is a very clottable uh, species and they're worried about <laughs> their clots a lot of the time. So they have to wear this inflatable these inflatable clothes so they're always wearing inflatable clothes that that are putting pressure on them but the formal wear is extra is extra or maybe the formal wear is the only time it's not inflated 
and because they're like listen this is ridiculous <laughs> they 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 are fully aware of how ridiculous it is so they uh at, at during the formal times they risk their health to dress fancy. okay do they even have a shape or is there sh- <laughs> or are they just or are they just kind of slime that's inside a inside an, an inflatable I don't know. Exoskeleton. I feel like without knowing the science of why those things prevent blood clots, I, I can't answer that question. Ugh, science. Um, well, we got Island and Shame as well. Uh, oh, yeah. So what if they just they inflate? They, they wear a, like a big inflatable suit and they pump it. They pump it up real hard. But they leave like little patches exposed on their on their arms or their thighs, and it just like pumps all this nasty uh, juice to the surface of their skin, and it starts creating like boils and stuff. And those become little islands that little creatures can live on. <laughs> and they show those off. They manicure them almost like bonsai. They have little colonies, like a bonsai tree. Yeah, I like it. A little bonsai colony on their, uh, so they've got to have some sort of good, healthy juice inside of them. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, yeah, it's kind of, well, it's like a, yeah, it's just like a nasty bile. It's, but it's not nasty. It's letting all these creatures live on it. It's, it's very potent and fertile juice. Yeah. For the, <laughs> for the, cre- for the creatures living on the islands of skin. Uh, like kind of these like volcanic eruptions of pus. Now is this so? Th- this is all the time, or this is for formal wear? This is for this is for a formal occasion. It's called it's body art. Okay, it's, it's when you go to the body art expo and you wear your inflatable to pump all your mm-hmm. juice to the surface on patches of your skin. Normally. It would be more distributed and you'd just have like maybe small grazing herds of this this skin creature, but when you pump it and you get it all juiced up, you can really get some some crazy cultivation going on. Yeah, I think it takes a while to cultivate. So like the week before your big event, week before the wedding, you're sitting at your desk trying to pump uh, your arms up right. real good. And your boss comes over right. and he says, hey, listen, Derek, uh, you can't be pumping at work. That's a private, it's, you know, we don't want to see your un, unmanicured uh, islands. We need to see it when it's all good at the wedding. You can show us the pictures afterwards. But right now, that's just a big ball of pus. Yeah, it's shameful to pump. It's nasty business. It's it, it's a. Uh, yeah, because it's it's. You know, it's bodily, it's bodily fluid. It's bodily fluid. Uh, it's kind of a gross thing to do. Most of yeah. So it's only once you've gotten it to a state where this sort of flora grows over the the outcroppings and the growths that it becomes a, a beautiful art exhibit. But before that, it's just nasty. Everyone's like, "Why the fuck are you doing that?" Like, that's that's gross. Like, because they've all got systems t- to sort of drain this nasty. 
but if it's but if it's formal where they know why they're doing it like i mean it would have to be accepted right or i don't know it's this this got confusing. yeah that's the thing well derek got in trouble i don't know yeah i'm just you know derek's boss is a hard ass it's not derek's fault Derek's like, look, I got a wedding to go to, so I got to fucking look right. I got to have a nice island patch. <clears throat> yeah, I want to have a whole civilization down there. And he points to his... Uh, his Gringus? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we need to backtrack a little bit. I like the inflatable suits still, and I definitely like cultivating uh but i think all the stuff i said made no sense (laughs) (laughs) well we need to get shame in there and i'm trying to think like we know it's not what where where does the shame where does the shame fit in well i mean there's got to be some way to do it because we're on formal wear right so like in any society if you weren't dressed to the proper level you would be you'd be shamed. So there's got to be some like version. Like if you've got, if you, if you got like a real badly fitting suit and everyone points and laughs at you, what if you're like pus, pus pile is bad. How, how is it bad? How do you look bad with your pus pile? Uh, I think if you can't get any good growth on it, you can't get any creature growth. You can't get any, uh, moss growth. So if, just if you're barren, yeah, I think if you show up with like fully fully pumped and barren, it's going to be kind of embarrassing. You might even have to you might even have to to, to put a little drapery over it, <laughs> a little do, uh, put a little doily on it to say, uh, "I'm not ready to re- I'm not ready to reveal this yet." A shame cloth. It's a laced doily. Okay, so I've got it figured out now. It's that since it takes time to cultivate, right? Mm-hmm. The reason it's fo- it's formal wear is that like you're put showing that you put in effort to come to this event, right? Yeah, by yeah. Cultivating. Yeah. So when you show up with no cultivation, it makes it look like you didn't care. Oh yeah. Okay. This is awesome. Yeah. And leading up to it, you do want to cover those up because a <laughs> you don't want anyone to see what you're bringing, the heat you're bringing to this event, and b you don't want. Uh, you just don't want anyone looking at your nasty. Yeah. But yeah, but like it's yeah, exactly. It's the time commitment put in to do this. It's like kind of a, you know, it's a it's an excess which has become it's an excess which like, you know, the common folk simply don't have time to do a cultivation like this. It's a very delicate procedure, right? Like you can't bump into anything. And so because of that, it's, you know, it's high society because high society types have power and an influence and they can just sort of waste their time frivolously. Yeah, sit on the couch while their servant uh, cultivates their kneecap for <laughs> with their feet yeah. up. Yeah, so I'm imagining, like, as for the suit, uh, sort of a Dune-type Baron, Har- Baron Harkonnen... Uh, it's just like a basically a, a jumpsuit that's uh, got bladders all over it and then it's got certain it's got holes and like the maybe do they 
when it comes to the time, do they take that off and put on like a revealing negligee that that displays the pattern of of beautiful outcroppings? Uh, yeah, probably. So, yeah, I think the like a sexy lingerie, <laughs> but but for displaying yeah. these things, I mean, like I- so, like because you could have like different patterns. You could have like different patterns of islands yeah i don't know if it's as revealing as a, as a lingerie as a belongerie but no no just it's just a. it's just you know well we don't know what their bodies look we don't know what this this being's body looks like to begin with so i just mean like it's it's a it's a formal thing but it shows skin where it needs to but maybe only where it needs to by the way, there's a lot of uh, Donald Trump photoshopped onto Baron Harkonnen when you Google for <laughs> pictures. I needed the suit, and I got things I didn't want instead. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of the Dune, the David Lynch Dune, but I'm not. Yeah, I, th- I saw what you were talking about. Um, yeah, so they definitely put on some some loose fitters when it's when it's time yeah um so so me and and and, uh the pumping suit is just that's just like tier one stuff like when you get like really rich you can actually spend you you get inside a you get a a pumper suit and you're in a you know one of those um fuck what are they called like the the gyro things that they spin astronauts around in. <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to say tanning uh, bed, but that's much better. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining, uh, it spins fucking... the force spins the juice out of you. Right. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the same thing that I can't, I can't remember the name, it's but centrifuge. it's what they put like little blood vials. Centrifuge, yeah. So a centri- yeah. Centrifuge with just your feet, just your feet sticking out, and that's like because that's like because we're ta- now we're talking about ultimate like decadence, right? Because you can't even move around if you've done your feet. That's like whoa, you were in a centrifuge. Your the rest of your body pumped to the max, juices flowing to your feet, <laughs> Wait, being whipped around. Are you talking about the bottoms of your feet or the tops of your feet, like a Frodo? What are you? What? <laughs> oh my god! I really like both. I like I like bottom of the feet because that that means that you wouldn't be able to walk around, so you'd be you'd be out of commission so for a long time. So it would be you know, it's very it's kind of a very foppish pursuit. Yeah. In a in a way, I'm thinking kind of like you know the court courtiers of a of a. And I like so King Louis, and then obviously they have to show them off when they're at but the uh, fucking Frodo foot. It's great. <laughs> they have to show the off the bottoms of their feet when they're at the event. So right. are they wearing like big? I'm thinking about like wide glass moon <laughs> shoes, like platform <laughs> shoes. It's just the whole foot though, and it's a big glass. Oh my god! Area, so they have to like yeah. waddle around too. I think they have to get basically like, imp- they have to get like a glass. They're walking, you know that like dome thing that that you know in Beauty and the Beast that the rose <laughs> is underneath the dome. Yeah, what is that called? I'm imagining, 
I don't know, but I'm imagining that that thing has been like surgically implanted into their mid calf, like the top of it, and then they're walking around on the on the bottom of a. They got like two glass kind of cylinders that they're walking around on, maybe with some rubber lining on the bottom so that it doesn't shatter. But then their feet are just dangling free and they've got a beautiful hanging garden of Babylon coming off yeah. the bottom of their foot. Yeah. God damn, that's good. Um, and a whole society of little creech in there living in an upside down city. I think we need to move on to a different uh, like thing just because we could talk about this forever. <laughs> you okay. and I could talk about this for actual ever. <laughs> and I think we need to talk about something else. I just in this want, world. I want to come up with all the other ways that you could display these these this skin growth. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we can move on to like uh the creatures themselves that are living on the skin. We can move on to possibly plants that are like what the plants might look like what type of like moss you could get on there well i was thinking we go in a different direction we talk about like what kind of well like still still formal stuff like what kind of uh events are they going to what sort of fancy besides you know your besides your your political uh fundraisers (laughs) that's that's obviously they've got political fundraisers (laughs) that they wear these things to but what else yeah it's a super pack. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what else? Uh, yeah, like what's the history of this? Where did it Where did it begin? Where did the art begin? Yeah. I, I think of it akin to bonsai or, you know, the Japanese arts. I'm sure the negative space is just as important as <laughs> what's there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else you could want to show this. Maybe for your wedding day, you would definitely want something. Yeah. Oh, and then there's like a there's like a an unspoken rule. You can't upstage, you know, the bride's bonsai on, on her wedding day. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. And I mean, it's like, talk about bridezillas. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, there'll be reality TV shows for sure in this world if they have such a concept. To take it to its extreme there's probably like we're almost entering into a a realm of like foot bondage like body body art type stuff like that was culturally certainly you know how the you got the long-necked people yeah with the rings um in africa i i don't yeah i don't know enough but they got long necks it's crazy. And you got foot bondage. That's classic from China. You got the big lip disc, too, in Africa. Oh, yeah. You got the crocodile people who do the scarring. Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like a, they, they kind of worship the crocodile, and then they have a ritual where uh, uh, a ritual of, of manhood where they just cut, like, all over their body little with like a razor blade uh just little indentations so that it looks like the back of a when the scar when it scars it looks like the back of a croc okay um 
Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah. I mean, but I was thinking like, you know, like what, what could we, if we go to like the extreme of this, could you have like a baby that was from birth just turned into an art piece, just barely, barely even living. I mean, they, it's more, it's more about their skin than it is about their life at this point. They're totally stuck in one mutilated position now so this is this for your the the parents sake like look at this thing i made or is it for the baby it's like they're gonna have the best life because they're gonna be so fancy i think it's like yeah i mean i guess it's both it's the whatever fucked up parents or religion they're a part of or or like uh yeah, basically their life has been, they've never, it's kind of like, you know, geishas or, or like, you know, they didn't have a choice. I don't, I don't know if that happens to geishas. I but, don't know. We're dipping pretty deep know. into the Japanese well today. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. And and it's, not. <laughs> uh, it's Asian History Month. So, yeah. Uh, I, no, I don't know. I'm sure other or cultures have done stuff like this but yeah I mean like it's just kind of like they're just kind of hanging on the wall and they get fed spoonfuls of sugar water yeah (laughs) but and they're just contorted into a into a living art piece but they goddamn most beautiful gardens do we want to start talking about the biology of these actual beings like and how they're yeah, uh I do. what they look like maybe yeah yeah um because now that we're talking about hanging the baby on the wall and feeding it sugar water we gotta we gotta talk about how that works <laughs> and, and why their bodies are able to cultivate <laughs> such disgusting colonies yeah uh what is that what is the 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 humors that flow through them why are they so juicy <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are descendant from like a an invertebrate, like a slug or a snail. I like that. I like a mollusk. Uh, a mollusk man. <laughs> Maybe they used to have chitinous pieces that have become vestigial and sort of been bred out because they didn't they didn't need that protection anymore. Like they developed guns, and it was like, okay, well, yeah. this didn't really. Or, you know, just like, yeah, yeah, maybe, they, maybe they've maybe they been using guns for so long, but they've never really gone past that. So they're still fighting with guns a lot for like thousands of years or no, more than, you know, like a long enough time of gun ownership to actually have human evolution. So it's, they don't have physical, you don't need these physical pieces of protection anymore, but they've compensated for the lack of uh, pressure that puts on their body by developing the the push suit medic medical procedures to kind of yeah I don't I don't know or the push suit yeah I'm kind of lost now because it's are the, is their natural state that they don't need the the pus suit or is their natural state that they you know what would normally happen a bonsai becomes a bonsai because it's been held in place and it's been lovingly cared for by a old japanese tinker 
<laughs> okay, so I think maybe hmm they were didn't have any sort of shell previously, and so whatever this liquid in their body was, they always had like they had stuff growing all over them. And it was really inhibiting their ability to get anything done. <laughs> so they invented uh-huh. these these inflatable suits that fully covered them <laughs> and and pressed down on their skin so no no good things could get in there. No little critters could sneak in and uh and make a home. But then as society, you know, um advanced the fancy people yeah. were like, well, but this is actually kind of nice. It's kind of pretty. And it shows, and like you said, since it takes a lot of time, it kind of shows that the, uh, that they have the, they have the, it takes a lot of time and it also would like inhibit their ability to like get physical work done. So it shows that they're, they're rich is why they started doing right. it. Right. Yeah. So they, they are, uh, a slug species descendant from a slug thing and they had some kind of a symbiotic relationship with this stuff that naturally grows on their skin and then uh they found that it was they didn't need that source of energy let's say or that that uh thing anymore and so they were able to get more mobility without it well what would they need in the modern day and age that those things would be inhibiting maybe uh Maybe it makes your brain slow to have those. I mean, they're taking they're taking nutrients from you, I guess. But what is the benefit of having them if it was a if it was a symbiosis? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it just like protects you from disease and stuff, but it also slows down your mental ca- capabilities. Yeah, I mean that's that's good enough. That's close enough. Yeah. So if you're like covered in that shit, you're just a you're kind of a big dummy. Yeah, much like how learning to cook meat enables us to increase our protein consumption and give us bigger brains, uh, learning to not have parasitic uh, critters all over your body. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Increase their, like that. their intelligence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll say it's, it's not like something that can happen in your lifetime. It was an evolutionary thing. You can't get dumber by growing this stuff. It was just that their brains got bigger uh do you do you i i kind of so you said that they had developed the the suit i kind of like the idea that yeah and and the suit it doesn't necessarily have to be inflatable that's only if you want to really pump some boils to one certain zone it could just be you know you're you're not allowing the surface of your skin but i was wondering if uh even earlier before the suits, it was like, that's why they became a social species because they kind of had to suck on each other to oh, yeah, some remove this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, some grooming stuff. So what do they look like? Cause I, now I'm just imagining kind of a, an, an, an upright snail with a big foot and two arms. I, so when you say a big foot, do you mean like it's, you know, mermaid-esque? They've just got like one ta- tail into, uh, or do you mean like a big a big foot, like a human foot? Uh, <clears throat> I meant a, uh, the foot in the, in the mollusk sense, but now I'm remembering that we had that guy walking around on uh, 
yeah. bell glass bell jars and i can't have that gone so they need to have uh, <laughs> they need to have legs feet. they need yeah. to have they need to be bipedal um just so i can have that for the rest of my life <laughs> that image um yeah so, so yeah they're like snaily snaily bipedal they're just kind of gr- grubby yeah i think like just each limb is is like a slug <laughs> you know what i'm saying they're all they're just kind of tentacular tentacular tentacle like uh i do like them having a human foot for some reason i you can have whatever version of a foot you want you and the and the audience but i'm sticking with a human foot it, it, it's everybody's uh you know everyone could have their own slug man i it's, think yeah i think at this point in the episode we're just gonna say you know the foot is your own private idaho and just enjoy the what your foot is and i'll have mine thank you very much okay so they're yeah they definitely have human feet and uh and they're they're slug people. Yeah, they're very slimy. They're bipedal. That's that's all it is. They don't necessarily have eye stalks. I think we're not talking about like slug slug people. We're just talking about slimy uh, mollusk people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, they got wet holes in their head. Yeah, I like that. They don't even have an. They don't have an eyeball. They just have uh, light sensitive cells that are kind of in a hollow hole, like. Yeah. Um so I also would like to posit that they're a space that they're a spacefaring civilization because of their centrifuge technology. Yeah. Okay. And it would be prohibitively expensive to run a I mean come on. I mean come on, you could never run a a centrifuge in on 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 a gravity earth. So I like to think that they're up in space and they got those kind of spaceships that spin discs around to give artificial gravity. Yeah. You're saying they live on the inside of the disc that way it, uh, cause the force is pushing. Yeah. Them out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah. I, I, I know. Explain I know, you know, you know, I know, I don't know. Go watch 2001, a space odyssey. I think it's in there. Isn't I think one of the alien movies, the new alien movies, he's running around. What's his name? Cumberbatch. It's not Cumberbatch. Uh, it's Fastbender. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a big ring in in uh, Prometheus, but I don't think it's a spinning. I don't think it's a gravity ring. I think it's just like, look at our giant dumb spaceship. It's ring shaped. <laughs> All right. So I think we need to move on to a, a new focus. Sure. And some new words. Okay. Um, uh, so, is there anything you wanted to grab from the world and choose that as our focus, or did you just go full rando? Well, I rolled and I got jobs, which sounds like a good place to go from here. So that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me let me see what our job is. It is entertainment. <laughs> okay, I just rolled the words. Okay. Yeah. Big reveal. Mm-hmm. Pancake. Bedroom. <laughs> bat. <laughs> Okay, bedroom entertainer with pancakes and bat. So, pancake. This is a very this is a very human concept. <laughs> well, this is like a very I mean not to say that it, there can't be pancakes, but 
pancake is very specifically in our culture. So we need to figure out how that how that translates into their culture. Well, what I was going to say is we also use pancake as a verb for to flatten. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Their bodies are kind of gelatinous. Maybe they're maybe they're getting some uh, bedroom pleasures from being pancaked (laughs) like kind of like how some people go to the uh the cat house ranch on hbo's the cat house and get their balls stomped yeah you've all seen it you've all seen it come on we don't need to explain this to you you've all seen the stompers you know fast fast bender got his balls stomped in aliens too so look, everyone knows. I heard that he really did that too. I heard he's a, he's an incredible, <laughs> incredibly dedicated actor. <laughs> he he's insane. When he's on set, like when he was on set that day, he had a he had a like a mechanical vice. Just yeah, he trained off his. He nuts. trained for weeks with that vice to to strengthen his nuts. It was a Bluetooth enabled vice that he would control the squeezing from his phone so that he and he, you could in like it was like you couldn't you could tell like he didn't want to make a big deal out of it. But he did also have like a huge bulge in his pants, like a metallic. There was a weight there and everyone kind of knew Oh, he's squeezing his balls getting ready. Great movie. Aliens <laughs> 2. Uh, uh so <laughs> yeah so do they like to get pancaked yeah so wait, it was pancake bedroom and what bat bat so right. i guess that's the implement for them being pancaked <laughs> yeah i like that the entertainer is a is a dominatrix type uh individual in this situation is it uh yeah is it like a big pizza spatula <laughs> <laughs> yeah cricket cricket bat type like a flat yeah. or like a the kind of paddle yeah. that they use at in uh in fraternity i don't know if that's just a pop culture like a fake thing or if that's what they really use if they really ever spank people with those paddles but you know what i'm talking about those spankers dude maybe yeah maybe they like maybe the pancaking bat has like a hole in the middle and so they like slap it down and they flatten them but then there's like a big bulb in the middle and then the dominatrix like rubs on that (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's disgusting. No, okay, so wait. So there's multiple holes because that reduces the wind resistance. You can get an even harder slap, right? Like a fly swatter. Oh yeah. Yeah, and and they also have like these creatures have like fly-like reflexes, so you, the dominatrix needs to sneak up on them. <laughs> yeah, you hire this you hire this uh this you wouldn't be able to do it to yourself yeah you hire this person weeks in advance because they've got to sneak up on you and there's a range yeah, yeah. of times <laughs> when they're gonna get you in your room at night in your bedroom they're gonna break in you leave the door unlocked you have you give them your itinerary and then you block off certain times for potential <laughs> a surprise uh a surprise pancaking yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah i think i think that's that's good i mean we, we can keep going on this but i think this is all good is what is what i'm saying 
Yeah, it's, we've, we've achieved it's gross. perfection. <laughs> uh, so you rub these kind of, uh, yeah. What happens? What's the where? Is there a release? Uh, I don't know how. I don't, yeah, how I mean, we haven't. We want to get we with this. Well, we haven't gone over reproduction yet, so I don't know how sexy we can go with this. Because we don't know what. Yeah, what would their reproduction be? I don't know. I don't know. I assume slugs lay eggs. Could yeah, it could be an egg, and then the another person comes and slimes over top of the eggs. Yeah, I'm just gonna Google slug reproduction real quick. It's probably some kind of hermaphroditic situation or a budding. It's yeah, not budding. You, but... you got it. You got it in one. They're hermaphroditic. Uh, they've got both. Uh, once they've located a mate, they encircle each other, and sperm is exchanged oh, through their protruded genitalia. A few days later, <laughs> the slugs lay around thirty eggs. So they both they both exchange sperm and both lay eggs in, in the session. So they're both ha- having children. That's cool. Crazy. All right. So yeah, how about um? That's the way to do it. I mean, come on, you get two for one. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Get my, give me some I eggs. Don't know. I want eggs. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lay a lay down an egg later today. See who comes by. Okay, so yeah, they've got protruded genitalia. So how about that's that's it? You have to you got to spank them down to get the genitalia to pop out <laughs> through the hole. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe just kind of like any maybe grabbing up your skin and and uh pushing it is genitalia like it doesn't matter what part of your skin is as long as it's you can excrete from and anywhere. maybe maybe that's the whole thing is like that's what those suits are doing and that's how you grow stuff like basically you're you're creating a genital a genital pod oh no a genital growth but then then you're like jizzing they're growing off of the jizz is what you're saying yeah i guess that's where i'm going and i don't like it but it is <laughs> it is the truth of this world now no <laughs> yeah i don't know no. um but yeah th- i mean that's that's basically it <laughs> that's basically what yeah. they're doing i won't confirm or deny whether whether it's semen the word shame was in those first three words so um we're sorry we've <laughs> We've yeah. shamed ourselves with this one. <laughs> okay. Um So yeah, slug slug dominatrixes. Dominatrices? What's the plural of dominatrix? Is it it can't be dominatrices, that's insane. <laughs> uh I it it must be. That's those are the rules. That's <laughs> the rule for the word matrix, but I don't know if who cares? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, um, fuck it. I was thinking we could uh, do a, a name that Jeremy segment where we name the bedroom spatula. Oh yeah, let's let's do some uh, entity disambiguation. All right, that's the the segment is called entity disambiguation, where we name entities. We each we each throw names back at each other until we find out what it's going to be called. So we're naming the paddling pancaking device. Right. Yeah, I got bulb a bulb blaster. Blasts <laughs> out a bulb of of your flesh. How about a a flam schmear? Sh- 
a flam schmear. <laughs> ah, yes, <laughs> the flam schmear. Um, the protrudatron. <laughs> the extruder. They just call it the extruder. A beldrick. The bel- just the beldrick? A beldrick. Okay. Squishlick. Squashlick. Was was Bulb Blaster the first thing I said because I just thought of it again? <laughs> I yeah, I think so. <laughs> Damn. Um. Or how about the Bulb? How about the Bulb Buster? Because like Ball Buster, and that's kind of what we're talking about right now. Yeah, with Fastbender like and his balls. How about Orbrizer? One <laughs> word. I like Orbrizer. Yeah. I think I think we can go with Orbrizer. The Slam Swinger. <laughs> the Secretron. Because it makes you secrete that that stuff. I don't know. Um, oh, wait. What about the Bachula? The Bachula, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. All right, that's one, one entity disambiguated, disambiguified. Good job, us. Okay. <laughs> What? All right, let's get a new focus. We got some yeah. time left for one more. Um, yeah. I. All right, I'm just gonna roll a new one. We got economics slash trade, and it is. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, I'm trying to click it. It is uh bartering versus money. So how do they how do they exchange goods and services, and what kind of money do they use? This could be like anything. Okay, the words are twist, magic, father. <laughs> <laughs> what if we go with, uh, what if for the interpretation of magic, since we've gone a bit sci-fi um, and and very practical in the ways that they create their uh, sex and their yeah. bodies, what if we go with the uh, interpretation that this is close-up magic, as in yeah, David Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh yeah so Illusion, uh right? so what if the what if the only way to do a trusty deal is to have your father <laughs> maybe everyone <laughs> has to have their father exchange money and when your father when your father dies basically you you you're taken out of the economy you're not allowed to it's their way of uh unless you have kids and then you're a father though i mean right no i mean but you are you just become this uh you become kind of a a third party you become like an advisor to your family's wealth right. but you're not allowed okay. to do deals anymore yeah but they probably but we know there's rich people so they it it's maybe it's a it's a cultural attempt to uh deal with greed and also create a trusty thing i think yeah it's both it's both that your father doesn't want you to spend irresponsibly but also you go to the car dealership to buy your first car you got to bring your dad with you he knows yeah. he knows you're not they're not going to you know they're not going to mess you around cuz listen i've i've seen cars before you can't you can't rip my son off i've seen a car and then they, they respect him. <laughs> yeah. And it's just trusted because you're, you're talking to the car dealer and, you know, his dad's going to be there as well. Yeah, obviously. 
do the dads sh- like shake hands or anything or is it well that's the thing i think they have to they have to they don't like to they don't like to actually make a deal so they pretend that the money's the the money is just appearing <laughs> <laughs> yeah wait what's the thing what's the thing besides magic what was the third they, one twist oh okay uh, so they have to like pull the they have to pull the funds out from behind the ear of the <laughs> of the other father <laughs> and it's like oh look at this uh, an amount of money what do you think about that and then he pulls out a counter offer <laughs> it's all very like it's all very, very they don't like uh yeah exchanging wealth is uh it's very nasty it's it's not it's not yeah um, the first guy pulls the money out from behind his ear the second one pulls out a deck card says pick a card he shuffles it back into the deck <laughs> and he pulls out the guy's card and says is this your card but it has a new amount of money written on it so that's my <laughs> offer <laughs> Yeah, they do magic tricks back and forth. Um, uh, he, yeah, your dad stabs a metal rod through his arm and then pulls it out on the other side and um, and also the money is metal rods. I don't know where I'm going with that. I just remember that one time one of those magicians stabbed themselves and I was like, damn, what yeah, the fuck no, Well, is they bring in the box with the swords and the son starts stabbing the swords <laughs> in the box. <laughs> and then the father comes out with a new amount of money. <laughs> he just has to unscathe. Yeah. yeah. The son uh, cuts his, saws his dad in half. And when the box falls in half, some money falls out of the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where did this come from? <laughs> it's like this whole dance to exchange funds because they kind of don't like to address the fact that they're I don't know it's this weird thing where they're hiding they're kind of hiding their greed in plain sight and the fathers you probably get around you know it's these it's these big it ends up being even though what it was supposed to do is make your it was intended to take the wealth out of the the hands of and and give it to the younger generation but what it does is it just creates these like extremely controlled family units where it's like this serious patriarchy like the oldest living member is kind of running a a, every family is kind of a, a an organization because you can't get anything done without the without the eldest father right so he kind of controls the fact that yeah so he has actually more economic sway than he should because of the fact that he's not allowed to exchange money yeah but so it's yeah it's kind of like so you could maybe like so your dad's kind of your boss and you hate him but you need him but there's probably also a lot of a lot of killing although if you become a if you're a fatherless or I mean, if you're a yeah, if you're a fatherless, sonless. Yeah, if you have no father or son, or if you're a father with no, and your son dies. Yeah, if you were a father yeah. and your son dies, either way. Yeah, if you don't this have kids twist. Or, or a dad, you're you're screwed. Maybe that's just called being a twist. <laughs> <laughs> I think. And what do they do in society? You gotta have a lot of kids. Yeah. I mean, I don't... 
it's kind of yeah it's 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 kind of fucked up but i don't think having kids is that hard you know like because anyone can fuck anyone yeah (laughs) anyone can protrude their genitalia at another person at another slug person um yeah i don't know i guess a twist so they're yeah i mean they're outside of the economy of the society which means they're either slave labor or they're self-sufficient or uh like they get welfare or something right maybe they sort of have to go back to the old ways and just wander out into the marshes and get growth on them to survive yeah definitely moss moss backs for sure <laughs> one day we'll do a moss back episode because i came up with a lot of lore about moss backs good yeah i mean we should just i want to do an uh an arby's 401k episode too <laughs> i don't know what that one is what uh basically in a couple of years in the not too distant future arby's will roll out a new uh retirement plan called a 401k it stands for 401 cryptos uh cryptos are a a worthless plastic um facsimile of a sort of crystal um but each of them is made with a like a like a a bitcoin um blockchain tracker a blockchain thing and you go into because arby's is really they got the meats so they've developed human preservation pods and you go into your pod with your cryptos and then you set it you don't set a time when you want to wake up you set a valuation for your cryptos and arby's is just going to wake you up when your cryptos reach that valuation and the valuation i guess we're just doing the episode right now but the valuation (laughs) is uh in um it's in number of planets you would be able to buy. <laughs> okay, yeah. well that so that's the Arby's crypto. That's that's the that's the hook for that. We'll uh, we'll get back to that <laughs> another time. We can explore um, that sometime. I still want to come up with something that's actually like what the twists do. What happened? I mean, are we just going to do they go? I wasn't crazy about. I don't even know why are they doing magic. Like I I want to culturally be able to tie that into. I think it's a, I mean, it's a show of skill. It's a show of manual dexterity and, and prowess for you to be able to, and also your cunning to be able to, if you can do a trick that the other father doesn't understand, he's going to be, he's going to be blown away and he's just going to give in to your demands. Maybe it's a, it's a way to force bartering. Like there's no, there's nothing that can't be negotiated. They, right. they they get a, they get around fixed prices by having to do this back and forth. Or it's sort of like built into the yeah. society that you will you will counter offer things. Yeah. And if you like if you don't do another magic trick, if you're the other guy, like, well then of course that the first guy wins. He he just did a sweet trick. And you know, you can't you got to give in if you can't do another trick. So that's why they started doing it. It started with one guy who just showed up to a, a you know, some sort of business and he, <laughs> and he pulled the money up from behind the guy's ear and he was just like, fuck, God damn it. I got to, yeah, give me the money. And, he did. and then everyone started learning magic because this guy was ripping off everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy's name was... Kronzler, Bonji Kronzler, Botulism Jones. 
Jan Jansport <laughs> Jansport Bickman Bickpen Jansport Bickpen Bacto Homunculus <laughs> Horticultural Pete <laughs> But Pete like Pete Moss <laughs> Belly Belly Biganist <laughs> Billy Billy Pax Pax Paxel Brown Jug Johnson <laughs> That's it Yep There you go He's got that new drink He's got the new brown drink <laughs> uh, Okay yeah definitely Brown Jug Johnson showed up one day And started doing magic tricks Alright yeah I mean I guess he's just Kind of a he's like a hero of lore he might not even be real it's kind of like a religious figure he's like a johnny appleseed or a or a, a harriet tubman <laughs> yeah those two are the same those two are both wild west legends <laughs> i was such a bad joke <laughs> stupid you know they're both crazy, kind of larger than life, <laughs> mythical figures. Uh, Johnny Appleseed would walk around planting apple trees, <laughs> and Harriet Tubman uh, conducted an underground train. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, she could uh, she could show true north with her magical dipper. <laughs> Her big magical dipper compass. Dipper. And that's how that's how the Norths and then when she died, she went up into the sky and became the North Star. Aw. Harriet <laughs> Harriet Tubman is my North Star. She's the North Star of my company. Do you know companies sometimes say what's our North Star? And it just means like their alignment and their focus. Yeah, their focus. Yeah. I work in Silicon Valley. Fancy boy. With the big wigs who talk about North Stars. Mm, virtual stars. Virtual reality. Have you made any virtual stars yet? Uh, No, I haven't. I made a Beat Saber clone that I looked yeah, up online how to that. make. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. Do we want to? Do we want to call this one? Do we want to, or do we want to go for a little more? I don't know what we got. We could try another focus. I don't know. I mean, we're we've been way off topic at this point to a million <laughs> other things, but uh, yeah. Let's do a quick one. Let's just do a quick animal. Yeah, is what I've. Yeah, let's do. Why don't we do the creatures that are on yeah. the that live on their skin? Yeah, do a do a roll for that. Give me some words. <laughs> Advice, soup, bread. Man, that is the those are the worst fucking. <laughs> pretty bad. Well, I mean, the soup can be the 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 juice that comes out of them, and right. the bread. Maybe they have to feed them little bits of bread too. I don't know to attract to attract them onto their skin. They got to put something there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, maybe they kind of have to... I think they actually bred their protrusions like a fucking chicken cutlet. <laughs> yeah. 
and that stimulates that stimulates growth of um i mean yeah. and then and then advice is just because you know there's a million ways to do this and yeah everyone's got their own their own advice on how best to grow it do you do a dry start do you do a wet start <laughs> how much yeast do you add <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and I think uh, that, that's probably good enough. Uh, the creatures, yeah. where where do they come from? I mean, they're they're everywhere, like bugs. They're because they're obviously like. I mean, we're assuming that these people we never really established, but they're like about human sized, right? So these things have to be like bug bug sized compared to us. Yeah, I mean, they're just everywhere. They're little critters. Well, I think they would. So I think they naturally live in the swamps. Yeah. So there's a swampy environment and that's like so you can go and you can dip yourself, you can dip your your open flesh into the swamp and that'll get it, but there's probably privately owned swamps that pride themselves on like the the coloration and the uh yeah. breeders. Live liveliness of the creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Who what do they look like? Like I guess it's just a bunch of different types or yeah, probably a bunch of different types. I mean, there's the, there's plants too, mosses and and lichens. Yeah, and yeah, such. yeah. Yeah, I like to think they look like little shrimps, little land shrimps that kind of little cleaner shrimps that are kind of always nibbling away. There's there's shrimp, but there's also probably some sort of ladybug like insect with a with a Ooh, patterned yeah, shell. Yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, uh, yeah, a beautiful scarab, scarabesque shell. Yeah. Did you know that beetles are the most most specious insect in the yes, world? Yes, I did actually. Well, I did know that. Nothing new to say here then. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that I stepped on your beetle uh story. That wasn't it was just a random tidbit. No, it is it was um I apologize to anyone who knew about the beetle situation <laughs> on earth. All right, uh, we got to name the slug people, and we got to name the planet. Yeah, well, it's not a planet. It's just they're a, they're a space-faring race, so they oh, sometimes yeah, just live in space. So I think just name um, name the civil civilization. Yeah, All right, Grinkles, and the babies are called Grinklets. Okay, uh, I came up with the Selmai. The Prudentia. Oh, I like that. Geist Thorm. <laughs> Distal Mitz. <laughs> Proboscorn. <laughs> How about the Unified Peoples of Ra? <laughs> but then we have to come up with what Ra is in this world. <laughs> no, in we this don't. universe. Yeah, we do. All right. I mean, we could do that on another on, in the future if we uh, if we come back to this world. I guess I'm, I'm down for unified peoples of raw. Unless you got something better. What if it's just this duck? But <laughs> no, those words don't have the same meaning for us. So this duck, it's you know, it just means like in their language, it means like our spirit or something. This duck. <laughs> But use it in a sentence. Use it in a sentence. I can't. I can't comprehend. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, fuck, I can't either. But like, it would be just like yeah, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it do- it does. It does. No, because it would still have to be like two. We're uh, I don't know. I mean, like we are the Galactic Federation of this duck. Prepare yourself for laser blasts or die. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> How about we combine the last two? How about we go with the United People of this duck? Yeah, okay. The United Peoples of this duck. <laughs> good. 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 Okay, cool. Um so that's that's this thing that we just did. Uh we've got a we've got a Twitter account. We've got a twit. It's a uh, at in other pods if you wanna check things out there and or send us stuff. I don't know. Whatever whatever you want or don't fuck you however you want to interact it's up to you yeah i don't need your your sympathy don't tweet me just don't pity tweet me and fuck fuck off do pity tweet please (laughs) if i showed you this and you listened to it please please yeah i really need your 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 confidence giving powers i need something i hate my job i need something (laughs) Yeah, I guess get us on Twitter, get our get our feed. Welcome to the show. All right, it's time it's time to it's time to go. Slap a uh damn, what was the thing called? The bat. Oh, the the bachelor? Yeah, yeah. slap your, slap yourself with the bachelor and <laughs> please come to my house. I will give you the itinerary. Please come to my house at an on an unknown unbeknownst time to me and attack me with a bachelor and then yeah, rub pancake jack with a bachelor and then rub my fucking sores my open sores <laughs> until, until i secrete all right. <laughs> yeah all right until next Done. time see ya world world world